This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Uh, the WNBA star Brittany Griner and Marie Corps veteran Paul Whelan. A community comes together to support a beloved pub in Arlington. I'm Sarah Jacobs. It was a down day on Wall Street at the closing bell Thursday trading. The Dow was off 173, NASDAQ down 167, S&P lost 45. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. A Trump-appointed federal judge in Florida has appointed a longtime New York federal judge to look at documents taken from the ex-president before criminal investigators would be able to look at them further. The Justice Department is expected to appeal that part in short order. Meantime, Trump did a phone interview with conservative radio host Hugh Hewitt. Trump said he declassified the sensitive documents found in unsecured locations at his Mar-a-Lago residence. This, Trump suggested, should absolve him. I have the absolute right to declassify. Absolute. Trump's attorneys have not made this argument in court filings. Legally speaking, it may not matter. Correspondent Major Garrett. Families of two Americans jailed in Russia will meet with President Biden during the day. Relatives of women's hoop star Brittany Griner and executive Paul Whelan. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. He wanted to let them know that they remain uh, front of mind and that his team is working uh, on this every day on making sure that Brittany and Paul uh, return home safely. Meantime, in the war, Vladimir Putin started. Ukrainian authorities report finding a mass burial site near a recaptured northeastern city previously occupied by Russian forces. And very much linked to that war, Germany is taking over control of the German subsidiary of a major Russian energy company as Putin threatens energy shipment cuts to Europe. In London, and people are spending hours in long lines to say farewell to Queen Elizabeth. The state funeral for the Queen on Monday will last around an hour. At the end of the service, the British equivalent of taps will be played. Then there will be a two-minute moment of silence. The Queen's body will then be transported to Windsor Castle, where she will be laid to rest alongside her husband, Prince Philip. On that final journey, she will pass Buckingham Palace one final time. Correspondent Steve Futterman. And much we do not know, but with all of that security, in London. Two police officers have been stabbed there this morning. They're hospitalized as is a suspect. A tentative deal now prevents a strike against the nation's freight railroads. I think it's really important. I mean, people rely on Amtrak. I mean, transportation for people, for goods, services. On the Weather Watch, CBS's David Parkinson watching Tropical Storm Fiona. It's going to make its closest pass to Puerto Rico early Sunday morning, so it'll probably be level with the western half of Puerto Rico by about 8, 9 in the morning on Sunday. Meantime, fire Firefighters report major progress against a week-old fire in Northern California. At least seven dead in a storm in Italy. Museums in New York City and state now will have to put up signs identifying artworks in their exhibits that had been looted by the Nazis between 1933 and 1945. That the result of a new state law. Down futures down 244. This is CBS News. You want to feel important. You want to feel
want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. WTOP at 403. Good Friday morning, September 16th. Welcome in. Sunny, very pleasant this Friday to finish off your business week. High should be around 80 before we're done. 59 you're waking up to in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we ride into this Friday together. Virginia has this week denied parole to convicted D.C. sniper Lee Boyd Malvo. Virginia's parole board ruling the 37-year-old is still a risk, they say, to the community. Two decades after he and his partner at the time terrorized the region with a series of random shootings. Malvo was only 17 when he and John Allen Muhammad killed 10 and wounded 3 over a three-week period span in the fall of 2002. Other victims were actually shot and killed across the country earlier that year as the duo made their way to the nation's capital from Washington State. Malvo was convicted of capital murder in Virginia and sentenced to life without parole. But a series of Supreme Court rulings and a change in Virginia law gave Malvo the opportunity to seek parole after serving nearly 20 years in custody. Meantime, he was convicted of a double murder rooted in jealousy. Now this D.C. man learns his sentence. Prosecutors say 28-year-old Rendell Johnson killed because... Johnson uh, could not accept the fact that a woman that he wanted did not want him. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy says Johnson was given two consecutive life sentences plus 40 years for the murders of 24-year-old Trevor Frazier and 26-year-old Raymond Giles. Two men gunned down in Capitol Heights in 2019. Assistant State's Attorney Stephen Smith says among the witnesses was the woman at the heart of it all. He told her that he shot Trevor and that Raymond was quote-unquote collateral damage. John Dome and WTOP News. WTOP at 4.05 Friday morning, new this morning on WTOP. Casa Ruby, a D.C. nonprofit that provided transitional housing to LGBTQ youth, has more than $2 million in unpaid bills and should be dissolved. The conclusion this week of a report from a foundation ordered by a judge to manage Casa Ruby's legal interest. This came after employees apparently said they had uh, gone months without any pay at all, and landlords said rent on properties was way overdue. The nonprofit's operations came under scrutiny after its founder, Ruby Corrado, was actually accused of mismanaging funds there. It's received more than 9.6 million bucks in grants from D.C. agencies in the last five years. Now, the D.C. Attorney General's office says last month it believes that Corrado had left the country for her native El Salvador. We turn now to an update on last month's crash at Ireland's Four Courts Pub locally in Arlington. Arlington County Police say this morning all patients injured in that collision have actually been released from the hospital. Investigators believe the rideshare driver at the time that was involved suffered a medical emergency just before the crash happened. Nine people were then taken to the hospital after the crash that heavily damaged the restaurant. Meantime, with no reopening date in sight in the near future for Four Courts, patrons at a pub in Sherlington stepped up to support a fundraiser. Owner Mark Kerwin says it was definitely not a typical Thursday night crowd at Samuel Beckett's Irish Pub. The business you're seeing tonight is a representation of 
how much people love Ireland's four courts and Jimmy Fagan. Laura Murphy with the McGrath Morgan Academy of Irish Dance says four courts has supported them with opportunities to perform. And so we said, can we contribute? Can we participate in some small way and give back and help raise some funds to rebuild this amazing establishment? The evening also featured music and raffles and a silent auction with everything from hotel stays to golf bags. We even have a divorce attorney who came here offering five hours of, um, of our services. 100% of the proceeds go to the staff and management at four courts. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Being heavy was so hard. I would get out of breath just by going up steps. At Anova, weight loss isn't just about losing pounds. It's improving your overall health. As a designated center of excellence, Anova's team develops a comprehensive weight loss program just for you. That's why Eric proudly says, I have lost 111 pounds. My type 2 diabetes has been completely resolved. I would absolutely recommend Anova's weight loss program. Start your journey today. You have everything to gain. Visit anova.org slash journey. We'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Friday morning, September 16th, where the time now is 4.08. Good morning. Welcome Slow in. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. Inner and outer loop of the Capitol Beltway near Georgetown Pike. Exit 44. They've still got the work going on. And you're getting by at two lanes to the right in each direction, whether you're coming to or going from the Legion Bridge. On the rest of the outer loop, the work zones are rapidly disappearing. I believe we still have cones in the road on the outer loop ramp to go west on 66. That should be your left lane, but everything else should be all picked up once you get past exit 49 and make it through the Springfield Interchange and all the way toward the Legion Bridge. Now, on the Beltway, the local lanes, the inner loop ramp to go south on Telegraph Road, got crash activity on that ramp. They say the entrance ramp narrows, they being VDOT, Follow their direction to get around. In Virginia on 95, I believe our northbound work hopefully is getting done here uh, near Centerport Parkway. It was the left lane getting by. 66 inside the Beltway before the Dulles Connector Road. The left lane was blocked by work. Outside the Beltway, westbound 66, was a right lane getting by after exit 57. 29 northbound in Gainesville. The ramp to go east on 66. The ramp was blocked. Hopefully it's not going to be for too much longer unless they've already opened it up. Hopefully that one is open soon. So you can start your morning drive in toward the city. Uh, continuing on eastbound 66 near 123, a left lane getting by and then near the Capitol Beltway, two to the left, past the work. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got some more beautiful weather on tap. If you've enjoyed the last couple of days, you're going to love your Friday. I like to call them fantastic Fridays for a reason. It's going to be just that. Fantastic. Low temperatures in the low 50s for the most part, uh, around 59, 60 in the city, but warming nicely. Plenty of sunshine. High temperature around 82. On Saturday, going for a high of 84 degrees. On Sunday, high temperature of 88. So the heat moving back in. And on Monday, let's cap it off at 90. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are looking at 52 degrees in Brockville. You're waking up to 55 in Ashburn this 4 a.m. hour. Friday morning, September 16th, 55 in District Heights. It's 59 in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
Glad you're with us at WTOP this morning. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. It's a move the White House is calling this week a political stunt. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis claiming credit for flying dozens of migrants to the island of Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts to make a political point about the issues at the southern border right now. Their arrival actually occurred shortly before two buses of migrants from Texas were dropped off outside the vice president's residence here in northwest D.C. This morning, Maria Sacchetti, who covers immigration issues for the Washington Post, with more. We understand that many of them are originally from Venezuela, which is suffering a uh, severe political and economic crisis. And they're arriving at the southern border in large numbers this fiscal year. And what we know so far is that they were told they could get a ride to uh, to Boston or some other cities in the Northeast. And uh, they agreed, you know, to board these uh, private charter planes uh, in Texas. And and some, you know, are telling lawyers and, you know, us in interviews out there in Massachusetts that they, they really didn't understand where they were going. You know, Martha's Vineyard is an island off Massachusetts, is accessible only by by sea and by air and so it's not easy for them to find their way uh back to the to the city i mean it's far away from boston and other major cities well florida obviously not a border state unless you're talking about islands but what reasons did desantis give well, DeSantis, like other Republican governors in, in like uh, Greg Abbott in Texas and Doug Ducey in Arizona, have said that they are trying to send a message to cities that try to prevent the deportation of immigrants, you know, so-called sanctuary cities, and, and give them a, a sense of what it's like for border states to experience the sudden and unexpected arrival of migrants. But, you know, in, in border states, there is an, an apparatus. You know, there are shelters, there are government officials who know how to enforce immigration law and, and, and know also about asylum law when someone is seeking protection. And so, you know, there, there are more services down on the border because this has been going on for decades and decades, you know. Uh, so what we're hearing from Martha's Vineyard is, is that this is something that was wholly unexpected. And um, if Florida had just given them a heads up, you know, they could have better prepared. As, as it was, they responded pretty quickly. Are there any indications or are we expecting, you know, more of this unexpected uh, arrivals um, from Florida and other states that have been busing or flying migrants to, to states? Uh, I think we, we expect it to continue, certainly. Uh, Texas and Arizona have not shown signs of slowing down and, and neither has Florida. We just don't necessarily know where they're going to send them. So that has been a, a big question. Seems like things it took a different turn as they have uh, compared to recent weeks. Yes, I mean, well, certainly cities such as New York and, and Washington, as you know, um, they've been complaining that they, they're overwhelmed, that they have services or not getting heads ups from Texas and, you know, about when buses will be arriving. So that's been very frustrating. But but one big difference is that in a big city, you know, you, you have advocates, you have a lot of people who help and you're close to major public transportation routes and communication. So, you know, we're told that migrants arrived very confused on this very small island off the coast of Massachusetts, uh, had some a map to, you know, a, a community service agency several miles away. You know, they're not in a place where it's easy to figure out where to go next. 
That's Maria Sarchetti, who covers immigration issues for the Washington Post, talking with our Michelle Bash. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Friday at 4.15. Good morning, Rob Woodfork's turn this hour. The Connecticut Sun staved off elimination in the WNBA Finals with a dominant 105-76 Game 3 victory over the Las Vegas Aces, led by an epic performance by a former Maryland Terrapin. Alyssa Thomas tallied the first triple-double in WNBA Finals history and a record-tying third triple-double in her career, telling ESPN... Thomas was one of six Sun players to score in double figures entering Game 4 Sunday. Connecticut is 4-0 in elimination games this postseason. Thursday night football saw Kansas City beat the Los Angeles Chargers 27-24, going up for good on Jalen Watson's 99-yard pick six of Justin Herbert in the fourth quarter. Back home, the Washington Commanders' first-round rookie Jahan Dotson is the NFL Rookie of the Week. This after only one game in the NFL, while 2021 first-round pick Jamin Davis is still trying to have an impact on the defense in year two, Jack Del Rio. I mean, he's got to play better. He didn't play very well last week. I know he expects to play better, so he'll be challenged to play better. Okay, Jamin, how do you do that? Doing the things I've been doing, like like I said, all offseason, just trying to be more consistent, trying to be more of a playmaker, trying to be a lot faster. So, I mean, I know what I should have did and what I shouldn't have been doing. So, I mean, we just move on from there. On the injury front, still no Wes Schweitzer on the field, and Cole Holcomb was a new addition to the injury list with a quad. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, we discuss how injuries will impact both the Commanders and the Lions in Detroit on Sunday. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. 416 on WTOP. Top stories we're following for you on WTOP. That tentative contract deal to avoid a nationwide strike by freight rail workers this week will deliver 24% raises and $5,000 bonuses over five years, but it will also, we're told, address some of their concerns about strict attendance rules and time off. Any type of rail strike like this, as pundits have said, it would have been devastating to the American economy. Federal judge has appointed Raymond Deary a former federal prosecutor and judge to formally serve as the so-called special master to review documents seized during an FBI search of former President Trump's home last month. And GOP candidate for Maryland governor here at home, Dan Cox, is formally opposing the state board of elections attempt to begin counting mail-in votes for the November election on October 1st. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time now is 417. A Fredericksburg man is facing a terrorism charge this morning, among others, after allegedly threatening an elementary school. The phoned-in bomb threat caused a lockdown at Conway Elementary School in Fredericksburg, Virginia last week and led to a large law enforcement response. Now the Stafford County Sheriff's Office says 34-year-old James Hash of Fredericksburg has been arrested after it identified him using call information with the help of Fredericksburg police. The Sheriff's Office has charged Hash with threats to bomb and attempted act of terrorism. And it says Fredericksburg police have tacked on charges of threats of death, threats to bomb, and falsely summoning police. Hash is being held in jail without bond. John Aaron, WTOP News. Detectives say Hash used a text-to-speech program to make the threats to 911. He's accused of reporting false incidents about 30 different times between April and August. Good morning. It's Friday morning, September 16th. We're the time now on WTOP is 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Ian Crawford's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Watching the coast disappear, and that's a nice way to start a Friday morning on the Capitol Beltway. The work zone apparently, at least on the outer loop, 
uh, near Georgetown Pike is gone. I believe the one on the interloop should be gone as well, or at least in the process of going away. The rest of the Beltway is actually in fairly good shape. Can't really get a good read on our ramp from the outer loop to go west on 66. That was a left lane to get by work, but... Uh, Kind of hard to tell. I think that one, however, may be gone or maybe in the process of going away. Once you get on to 66, can't really tell if our work zone on westbound 66 before Fair Oaks, exit 57 for Route 50 is clear. That should be a single right lane to get by until they get all the cones pulled up. Eastbound work has been picked up for the most part. Waiting for an all clear on our ramp from 29 northbound in Gainesville to go east on 66. That ramp had been blocked and we haven't gotten a, a firm thumbs up, thumbs down as to whether or not that one is still in business or not. On 95, the work zones should be done as you make your way from Fredericksburg heading toward the Springfield Interchange. You should do so with fairly clean lanes and a fairly pleasant drive so far this morning. Southbound, the work was near Route 1, Spotsylvania, over on the left side, but I think that is also a thing of the past. We had a crash on the inner loop, the local lanes, the ramp to go south on Telegraph Road. The entrance ramp narrows, says VDOT, so exercising caution. In Maryland, 95, no reported delays. BW Parkway, we had some police activity reported northbound on the BW Parkway above Route 100, said to be on the right side. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We have seen some beautiful weather over the last couple of days, and that trend is going to continue right on through the weekend. Look for uh, low temperatures, though, on your Friday morning to start off on the cool side. You may even need the jacket when you step outside in some parts of the area, but we're going to warm up quickly, so if you forget it, no worries. The sun's going to do its job, warm things up, upper 70s to low 80s. On Saturday, going for a high of 84. Sunday, a high temperature of 88 degrees as more heat tries to build. And Monday, yeah, look at a high of 90. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist at Cam. Right now, you are waking up this early 4 a.m. hour, Friday morning, September 16th to 55 degrees, Upper Marlboro. It's 54 in Centerville. We're back up to 61 in our nation's capital right now. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 421. Good morning. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. WTOP at 422. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Hey, go grab the old popcorn. You know we're going to the movies. New this weekend. Remember when Chevy Chase played Fletch in the mid and late 80s? Well, they've brought back the humorous detective franchise, apparently. This time with John Hamm in the starring role. It's called Confess, Fletch. No, Fletch. Where is my room? I'm sorry. I, you know, I came here to work. You're just going to be in the way. I am going to keep an eye on you. Okay. 
You can stay one night, and then we're going to look for a nice mid-range hotel for you. This morning, film critic Christian Toto says you should look for a different Fletch this time around. It is John Hamm slipping into the Fletch character, made famous by Chevy Chase, but it's not exactly the same. It doesn't have that sort of over-the-top feel that Chevy Chase brought so memorably to those first two films. This is a little bit grittier, a little bit realistic, but I have to say, I think John Hamm is a fine choice. He gets involved in this mystery involving a dead body. There's some classic paintings that have been stolen. Uh, the woman he's dating may be involved with the situation. He doesn't quite know for sure. Lots of interesting, colorful characters. And of course, John Hamm is quipping away as Fletch is what the character is known for. And he's quite funny and charming. I think, you know, we know him best as a dramatic actor, but he does good comedic performances. And I think he's very solid here. The problem, I think, is the story itself, which is just okay. I don't think the mystery was that compelling. Some of the secondary characters that we have to care about just really don't get our interest. So this feels perfectly fine. I think for people who are itching for Fletch again after 30 plus years will be let down a little bit. But if you look for something kind of sweet and sly and smart that will make you laugh a few times, I think Confess Fletch is just right. Now, uh, perhaps a little humorously, we're not changing subject matter very much as we look at another new movie called See How They Run. My understanding is we're kind of taking the Agatha Christie murder mystery novel and maybe turning it on its ear a little bit. Are there laughs to be enjoyed here and maybe a clever plot on top of it? There are chuckles. I think murder mysteries are always fun to watch. I, you know, the Knives Out, now it's a franchise. It's sort of bringing them back to the fore. And of course, Agatha Christie is the staple, the queen of this particular kind of storytelling. You've got Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan are the stars here. She plays sort of a super eager young detective and he's the older, wiser, and a bit drunk at times guy who's basically sleepwalking through the case. And I think that friction on paper should have really worked here. It's only quasi-effective. And I think that it's just something you needed more emphasis, more oomph behind it. You don't quite get it. The story itself is perfectly fine. It is whimsical. It is cheeky. It is fun. And it, it has a lot of love for this particular genre. I think that's what carries the film is that they really do enjoy these kind of mysteries both the tropes of them, the surprises and things like that. So certainly not the best example of a Christie-like saga, but it's perfectly fine. Again, those leads are engaging and fun to watch. There are a few things you won't expect happening on screen. And if you've been itching for murder mysteries and enjoying this sort of mini renaissance, I think this will be fine. It'll be good enough. But I think given all the elements in play and the fact that it's an homage to Agatha Christie's best works, it could have been brighter. It could have been sharper. But I think we'll take it as is. Good stuff to watch this weekend. Christian Toto with HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Learning more about news in our region doesn't need to be time consuming. Just spend 20 minutes with the DMV Download Podcast each weekday afternoon. Conversations with newsmakers. Dr. Anthony Fauci. If we all pull together, we will be able to get control of it. Going deep on stories across the DMV. Metropolitan Police Department Chief Robert Conti. When you talk about mass shootings, it is the thing that keeps me up at night. Megan Cloherty and Luke Garrett make it easy to listen and learn more about the stories and people that make a difference in how you live. Presented by Steamfitters Local 602. Check in your money news this morning on WTOP. Here's Jeff. The Dow lost 173 points in Thursday's session. The Nasdaq fell 1.5%. Retail sales rose in August. And a drop in July, it was led by sales at auto dealers. The number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits fell to the lowest level since May last week. Silver Diner will open a restaurant in Chantilly. 
with its Nats Park location opening this fall and another silver diner under construction in National Harbor. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Being heavy was so uh, 